This week's podcast is brought to you by Toyota Untold. Toyota isn't just a car company, and a new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about finding solutions. It's about triumph, facing fear, celebrating life, and rethinking what's possible. In Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about what drives the team members of Toyota and keeps them there for so long. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Shout to Toyota Untold. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello, people. I want to shout out before we start. Let's shout out to everybody that came to our live podcast. Yes. Such an amazing, great time. Amazing and great. Amazing and great Go and wonderful. Figure. And wonderful. You know, wonderful wasn't even in your repertoire. You just threw that threw that in there for me. And it stimulated the mind of everybody <laughs> out there. So we had such a wonderful time. Shout out to everybody that came came shout out to everybody that got on stage mm-hmm. and talked you guys about the are the OGs. absolutely yes shout to little mo and her husband call little mo came up she sang she performed she closed out the night but more importantly she came on stage and um discussed their relationship for a bit with us we had a right. little sit down and you know she talked about their appearance on a show called marriage boot camp so watch that if you haven't already mm-hmm. um but i'm always grateful to her and her husband. They always come out to support. Absolutely. They are such genuine people. They always show love and I appreciate their friendship. So thank you to you two for coming out and celebrating it with us that night. Yep, and shout to the two comedians that did their thing, mm-hmm. Aaron Washington and uh, Kareem Green, who uh, held down the comedy portion mm-hmm. of the podcast. Kept the crowd laughing. Thank That's you. Right. So much fun. So thank you guys. And I'm sure we'll do an- another one in a couple of months. So. In a couple of months? Yeah. Can you stop Telling me what I'm about to do? No. Like, we haven't discussed this. Like, you're always just putting things out there on this podcast without talking to me about it first. A couple of months. couple in two months? Maybe three months. Maybe four. Well, that goes into few and then several. Okay. Maybe in several months. (laughs) We'll do one. There'll be another one. There'll be another one. Put it that way. Go ahead. And also, I want to say, shout out to Gia. Uh, Yesterday, the doctor uh, threw the baby up in her. Awesome. Yeah, so you know, awesome. we know we're going through the in vitro process. Uh, we have five kids, no problem. I touch gear; she's pregnant. The sixth one is not, not, not so easy. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do the in vitro process. And yesterday, the doctor shot the baby in her. Well, let me explain because I got a lot of questions. Um, basically, people asking, "Well, you you had five children well, before you before you explain." Let me Why? just say this. I just want to say this before because I don't want to forget. And and I got to go to the bathroom. And while I explain. You can talk, but right fast, right? What? I just want to say that the last couple of months doing this in vitro process, I just want to say I'm really proud of you. You have done an amazing job. <laughs> amazing. No, <laughs> I'm serious. We need to introduce you to some more adjectives. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Can it be incredible this time? I'm serious. I don't know I'm trying to give you props. And you, I'm just and playing you, it. You're, not, you're downplaying you know, it. You know I like to play with you. Go ahead. Uh, and let me just tell you guys, it's a um, it's a snow day here in New York, so the kids are home. So if you hear them run through the room, that's it's going to happen. But back to what I was saying, you did such an incredible job <laughs> with this in vitro process. You know, a lot of times I've been out and I've been working, and you had to give yourself the shot uh, in your stomach, and you had to take the pills 
you know, on a specific time every day. And you've been doing it for the last couple of months. You've been giving yourself hormones. And I just want to say I really respect and I really appreciate all the effort and everything that you've done. You know, and I've seen it. And yesterday is not the finale, but it's the finale for uh, a lot of the stuff that you had to do. It's the finale. Yesterday, yesterday, the entire process came to fruition. Um, Like he said, it's been months and months. It's been a little bit longer. Would you stop cutting me off? What are you doing? Because I'm I'm talking. I just want to say I appreciate you and I'm thankful. (laughs) No, because that's a a, a hard, rigorous process. four or five months that you had to go through. I mean, Mm -hmm. you had, uh, not sores, but you had bruises on your stomach Mm -hmm. from taking the shots all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it it was crazy. I mean, you had to walk around with needles and, and and, and I don't know, it's not insulin, but medicine. It's it's like a vial. A vial of stuff. We had to, when we leave, you had to remember to take it and pack it in ice and we had to travel. It was, it's been a lot. So yeah, it definitely has been a lot. Well, thank you. Well, explain to the people what you got. What, 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 what's going on right fast? Go ahead. Um, well, you know, like I was saying before, I'll I'll, right back. he's really going to the bathroom. Hold, hold on one second. You're really going to the bathroom. Go ahead, keep going. Tell it, explain. Go. So you want me to talk to like the person that's not in the room? Just explain what's, what's going on. I'm right here. What are you doing? Just explain. It probably has something to do with the kids. Um, but yes. Yeah, so a lot of people have asked me. Why are we going through in vitro? I don't know if people missed episodes or when we explained it, they just didn't get it. I don't have. Hold on one second. What is this? This is your finale gift. I just got you a little gift because (laughs) you've been going through so much hard stuff that I just wanted to say you appreciate it. Oh, and, <laughs> so and I'm I'm grateful. So you got to open it right now. So, so wait a minute, you weren't late because of the snow. The snow, like uh, was, you said, that gift only took me five minutes to get. So you really were late coming home because of the snow. Yes, but open up the gift. Open up and I want your reaction. Go open it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So now Gia is opening her gift, guys. What? I'll give you a play by play. So you know this this whole in vitro thing that she's been doing has been crazy. I mean, if you could see the needles on the side of the bed in a box, you know, the insulin, it's not insulin, but the medicine, it's, it's been a whole process and she's been a trooper. Come in. She's been a trooper. What's up, Logan? We're on the podcast, man. I haven't seen your charger. Oh yeah, it's over here. It's over here. So as gears open in the box, something different that I've seen that I thought was dope. People can't hear you say, oh, wow. So you got to say it again. Oh, wow. They can hear that. They can hear that. Oh, wow. Do you like it? Oh, this is gorgeous. Oh, this is gorgeous. This is really How much do you like it? I love it. You got to put your, like, people can't see oh, how excited sorry. you are. Like, I, like that. I want them to hear how excited you are. Oh, no, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Thank you. I love it. It has a strap so you can wear it cross body. So, oh, know, this is very so hands nice. free. You can open it up and see it, the, oh, the size. I can't stuff. open it up if I'm holding them. I can't put the mic down and just. All right, okay, put the mic down. Okay. She's excited right now, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's taking this long, guys, to put it to process. Oh, this is yes. Do you like it? I love it. Have you seen that, seen that before? I'm, yes, I've seen this. Oh, I thought it was some exclusive shit. So you did, you did no, see it before. No, I've seen it in like. Um, a promo picture. Oh. 
some time ago, but I haven't seen it in person. I haven't seen it in the store. I haven't seen it in a winter. Yeah, because nobody got it because it's snowing outside. It just came in today, so nobody got it. Oh, so really? you're the only one with it oh, today. Is- Tomorrow, everybody have it because it won't be snowing. But then again, on the West Coast, it's not snowing, so <laughs> oh, people no, on the West Coast gorgeous. got it. It's so different. I wanted to do something a little different, something was new, something that you, you know, just Aww, thank you. different. So. That's all I get. I can't even. You can't even lean over and give me a fucking kiss. Uh, just can, I, can, I get the bo- can I get the big ass box off the bed? <laughs> I'm coming over there. I just in that moment, I just I threw you an air kiss. I'm coming over there. It was snowing. I I jumped out in the snow. I didn't uh, have no boots on. The wind is blowing. I could have fell. I could have got hit by a car. But I said anything for my baby. I went uh, and I got it for you. All and right. that's all I get. Mm-hmm. All right. That's better. Thank you. Man, but I wanted to do something special. I know that, you know, like I said, the last couple of months has been crazy. So I just wanted to say thank you for your effort, you know, because uh-huh. I know it took a lot and to give myself a shot in the stomach every day. I don't think I could fucking do it. Oh, that. I love it. Thank you so much. You're so thoughtful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so what I was saying is um, a lot of people ask me why, because we had the first five naturally and mm-hmm. easily, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, the reason isn't because I am infertile. My fertility specialist and my gynecologist both believe that if we just consistently tried that mm-hmm. we would end up pregnant because they ran all the tests. There's no issues with Rashawn's sperm. There's no blockages where my organs are concerned. Everything is functioning the way it should be. Right. But it's really because we wanted to expedite the process. And it's true. As you get older, I believe that things don't, your plumbing isn't the same. It doesn't work as efficiently or as easily. So I didn't want to sit back and wait. Um, we just wanted to do everything that we could do to tip the odds. Mm-hmm. So the success rate of in vitro is about 50%. So yesterday it came to fruition. All of the shots, we actually extended our process a little bit longer because I did a trial period with the medicine to make sure that all of the data was right so that when they did do the transfer, meaning transferring the embryo back into my uterus, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to make sure that that window of time that it was being transferred back into my body was the right window of time. So we did a mock trial of the in vitro process, Mm -hmm. which extended everything maybe about six weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wanted to do that so that we had the best odds. So we had the best information, the best timing. And when the transfer was done, we had the highest likelihood of it being effective. So that was done yesterday. Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock was our appointment. And now we have to wait two weeks to see if I'm pregnant. So basically the embryo, it's crazy how it happens, really. Mm -hmm. Um, The long and short of it is they prepped my body to produce more eggs than I would normally produce. They extracted those eggs from my body. I had to go under anesthesia for that. Mm -hmm. They took Rashawn's sperm. They fertilized the eggs. Uh They watched the eggs grow. They pretty much qualified the eggs. They 
looked at each one to see the quality of each individual one. And they're able to tell that by how many cells there were, how um, round the cells were, and how closely packed the cells were. And using those as some of the factors, they're able to determine the quality. And they grade each egg, I believe, uh, between A and C. Mm -hmm. And they took the best one, and that's the one that you know, they watch it grow into an embryo and they take that one, they freeze it, and then I get prepared for the transfer. So that's me taking a shot called Lupron every day, mm-hmm. taking estrogen, towards the end taking progesterone. Um, it's just a whole huge um, process to get ready for an impending pre- pregnancy, a hopeful pregnancy. So... Yesterday, they did do that. So now we're waiting on the pregnancy test. So please pray for us. That's right. We're praying. Um, Like I said, it's 50-50. But under normal circumstances, I wouldn't do this. Um, But in two weeks, we'll let you know. That's right. (laughs) We will let you know. Um, With all of our other pregnancies, we waited three Three months months, before we told anybody. Because the first three months, I would say, are the most crucial. Correct. Typically, if anything is going to go wrong, it usually happens within that time frame. So most people choose to keep it private until they know that it's a healthy, sustainable pregnancy. But, you know, we go over our wins and our fails with you guys. So regardless of how it turns out, uh, we're going to let you know. We're only going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm not going to post anything about it on social media or anything. So if you listen, you'll know. Right. Um, and then, you know, we'll move forward from there, however it turns out. So I'm excited. I am, too. I just had one question. What's that? Okay. So uh, after they threw the baby up inside of you, Come right? on, Rashawn. They said, "Wait, you have to talk about the um the process, how it actually happened as well. That was kind of cool. But that they like how put, they did it. They put like a tube inside of you, and then well, they shoot it through the tube. You're asking me. You were there. You know. I'm, I'm just telling you. That. I mean, that was cool. But before that, I have a question. What's that? So the doctor said you can't have put anything in your vagina. No penis. No dildo. <laughs> no, no penis. Finger, not yours. Nothing. Not anybody else's. No, no, yeah, no, none. No. Did that include tongue? I didn't want to ask. I was like, is that? Can you put the tongue? But I wouldn't want to be kind of." <laughs> Nothing is coming near this vagina for two weeks. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Nothing. Not, not, no part of your body. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. I was curious. I wanted to be like, what about the tongue? But I didn't want him to be like, come on. <laughs> I wanted him to be like, you fucking idiot. So like, yeah. Uh, they they said no sex. Okay. And um, that is considered a form of sex. Okay. So I would assume no, but I'd rather be on the safe side. I don't want anything... In that vicinity that can complicate my situation. Okay. So, but the process was really cool. Um, you go into uh, a room that's specifically uh, cut out for this uh, procedure. And you lay on a table. Your legs go up in kind of like these stirrups. And they came in and they asked me if I wanted to see the embryo. Mm-hmm. So they took my phone. They went into the other room. They took a picture of the embryo, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Uh-huh. And um, there's a screen in the room. So I'm laying on the table. There's mm-hmm. an ultrasound machine. That's one screen to the left and to the right. There was a big screen on the wall where you can see the procedure. So they put the jelly on your stomach and they're looking at your uterus through the ultrasound. Right. And on the right screen, 
they show you the little tube, which is a catheter. They take the catheter, they insert it through your vagina into your uterus, and then they show you the embryo in the catheter. So it looks like a little black speck or a black dot. Mm -hmm. And you see it travel through the catheter. And then to me, it seemed like a little gust of air that just kind of pushed it Mm -hmm. right into the uterus. And then you see it sitting in the uterus. Right. So what's supposed to happen is that this little embryo is supposed to implant itself into the lining of my uterus. And if it does that successfully, then it will result in a pregnancy. But if for some reason it doesn't, then clearly it won't. Right. So I had to take a lot of estrogen um, during these last few weeks to make the lining of my uterus really nice and thick, I guess, so it can bury itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. And that, I mean, that was cool to see. So Absolutely. If, um, and it was at 1217 that it happened. So if I wind up pregnant, I know the exact moment of conception. That's right. Like we watched it happen. Yeah. So it was yeah, a cool little which experience. Which is kind of strange. I yeah, watched right? it happen. I wasn't part of it. I just watched you it. You just watched it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. But so we'll know in two weeks and, and we'll let you so know. So pray for us, really. Some people are like, oh, pray for me. No, really. Can you guys like say a little prayer for us? There you go. Like we've been, we've been very, very hopeful. Yeah. So. All right. Everybody has the right to rest. The key to getting your best rest, the right mattress. Meet Lisa with two awesome mattresses plus accessories and a basis for better, deeper rest. Now, if you know me, you know sometimes when I do shows, I sleep at the station. So for me, the Lisa mattress gives me the best sleep. I mean, to the point where sometimes I'm late for work and I'm at work just because I'm sleeping on a Lisa mattress. They are the most comfortable mattress I've slept on in a long time. Now, don't miss Lisa's President's Day sale. All right. Get 15 percent off any matches for a limited time at Lisa dot com slash Casey crew and use promo code Casey crew. That's L.E.E.S.A. dot com slash Casey crew promo code Casey crew. Now, let's get to some of these emails of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, hi, Ge- this is a long motherfucker, but I promise <laughs> I will read it. You read it already. Yes. OK. Hey, Gia and Envy. I just want to start by saying that I love your podcast. Thank you. You have the cutest family ever, and me and my daughter follow you. Actually, my daughter follows Logan. She has a little internet crush on him. Aww. Anyhow, I've been bringing on your podcast. Excuse me. I've been binging on your podcast and have gotten some great tips from you guys. So I thank you for that. However, I'm pretty sure my topic is one that you have not yet covered and may be one of the most bizarre yet seems to be coming up more often in society. Okay. My husband and I have five kids, three together, and I have two from a previous marriage. He is a great father to all of them. He supports them at sporting events and all of the extracurricular from football, cheerleading, taekwondo, gymnastics and music he is really sweet and affectionate to me and treats me well except for our occasional fights like all couples i once found the grinder app on his phone and he said it was just checking it out because he didn't know what it was wait the grinder app is like is that a porn app i think it's a, a a gay app i think all right so while you're reading that let me google that go ahead i think so I call. Well, let's finish this first. Let's finish this first. Let's finish this first. Stop. Uh, maybe Wait, not. I need to know what it is so I can put it down first. No, she just explains hold on it. She second. explains to... it. No. Oh, oh she does. Well, you have to I say that. So. Okay, good. Go ahead. I, I well, I, I read this a long time ago, and I I, I actually held it because I was like, this is going to be good. I call bullshit because you can preview and even read about an app before downloading it. 
He brushed me off and deleted it. However, I decided to download the app and create a fake profile. Once I was able to find him based on the search, I inboxed him with pictures of some random guy online. Oh, so it is. He didn't reply, but after nudging him some, he responded through the app and said that I was too masculine for his liking. So I opened up a new profile and tried. uh, I'm just reading quotes. Uh, So I opened up a new profile and tried a tranny and he took the bait. I was I wasn't an expert on how the app worked. And after a while, he figured out it was me blocked me and deleted the app again. He said, oh, you think that was funny? I played along because I knew it was you. Of course. Which I doubt. I would have said the same thing. (laughs) Me too. Over Uh time, I just blew it over so he could forget about it before I started snooping again. To make a long story short, I found pictures of him having sex with another man. None have his face, but I know what he looks like. Messages of him meeting other men to have sex with them, and he still is on the app. I don't know if these pictures were before our relationship. They kind of are poor quality and grainy, which leads me to believe they are much from a much older phone. I try to confront him about it, and he acts all macho and says, I need to stop trying him, etc. I even found a recent picture of him with one of my toys in his butt. What? I'm so I can't make this up. I'm so turned. So he off. took a picture of himself with the toy in his butt. Correct. Okay. Okay. I'm so turned off by all of this that I avoid sex with him. And when we do, when we do have sex, I need a half a bottle of lubricant, a lubricant, because I'm so turned off. Mm. I tried even acting like it was okay and would try to poke his butt or something, and he doesn't budge. <laughs> This is hilarious. Uh He just laughs and tells me to cut it out. I just wish he would be honest with me. I don't know what to do. I haven't confronted him. The evidence, I haven't confronted him with the evidence yet because I want to catch him red handed, like in the act or something. We are both in our early 40s. I don't want to raise five kids alone. The kids adore and love him. I love him as well, but I just can't shake it. I guess I just want to know what, what things he is doing now. Can a bi guy go straight? Do I leave? You heard the dog. (laughs) Can a bi guy go straight? Do I leave? Stay? Therapy? I have no one. Oh, excuse me. I have no one I could share this with. I can't even tell my best friend or mom. It's so embarrassing. Signed, disdained, traumatized, and heartbroken all the way from Texas. Aw. P.S. If you do discuss this on your podcast, please. Okay. If, If you do discuss this on your podcast, please email me back and let me know which one so I can listen. I'm still catching up with all the other old podcasts. So what do you think? I'll ask the male in the room. Okay. All right. Um, me personally, uh, I don't necessarily believe a guy. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if a guy could be bi. Really? Well, I guess a guy can be bi. Why would you say that? I guess a guy can be bi. Right? I think that a guy can be bi. Yeah, I take that back. I retract that. Statement. I think that a guy males can be bi. and females can both be bisexual. But besides that, but 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 <laughs> now let's be serious. Now the problem is is the guy is cheating on you. Doesn't matter with a man or woman. He's cheating. It does matter if it's a man or a woman. Why does it matter? He's cheating. Why does it matter? He's cheating. He's cheating regardless. He's cheating because... or cheating. He's a cheater. Okay, so the cheating is one problem. Correct. 
The second problem is the secret lifestyle that you're living. Keyword being secret. Correct. If we're married, I should know everything <laughs> about you. But, <laughs> One of the most but, important. Stop it. <laughs> One of the most important things that I need to know about you is your sexuality, because our relationship isn't only rooted in love and communication, but it's also rooted in intimacy. Correct. So your sexuality is at the fiber of your being. So if I don't know your sexuality, then I don't really know you. All of these thoughts, these dreams, these emotions, these fantasies that you're having, you just want to keep saying but, right? But. Stop. <laughs> that you're having, we're, I'm not in tune with. We're Correct. not connected. There's a whole secret part of you that I'm not married to. So that is a huge problem. But this is the... But, <laughs> stop but this, it, Rashad. Okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the problem, though. This is the problem. The problem is this. The guy is is cheating, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we assume. That's what we think. And he's cheating with another man, right? Well, hold on a minute. We don't know that or he's a, cheating. Or a transgender. It sure as hell seems like his intention is to cheat or else he yeah. wouldn't be on the grinder app. But she hasn't caught him. So I don't want to call him a cheater as yet. I think he's a potential cheater. Correct. He's cheating. Let, 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 let's be honest. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. He's cheating. If you download the <laughs> grinder app and you got the grinder app, unless he unless he's into that. But All it, I'm basing but, it is off of her information. She didn't say that she, she's waiting to catch him. But let me finish, right? <laughs> okay. I want y'all guys to count how many times I said but. But let me finish, right? This is the whole thing. He's on the Grinder app, right? Mm-hmm. And if he just wanted to see what what maybe I don't know transgender sex or gay sex is about, he can get that on any porn site, right? Grinder usually means if they I'm not meet. wrong, that's what I think. It means they want to meet. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that's what I'm assuming that that's what the Grinder. Well, regardless app is. of what the app is about, he was trying to meet somebody. Meet somebody, right? right? So he was cheating, right? But it, w- it would bother me. If he's living a lifestyle that she's not aware of. So maybe he does like men. Maybe he does like transgenders. Maybe that's what he's into. And if he's Mm -hmm. into that, now you have two problems. You have a problem because he's down low. And the second problem is because he's cheating. Right. Exactly. So now she wants to catch him red handed. Right. Come on. What? That's a stretch. I don't think she's going to catch him. I don't think so either. To me, that almost seems... But then again, he seems sloppy, though. She caught him with the Grindr app twice, and then... Well, I don't think he's going to have the person that he's going to cheat with in his house with his five kids. Never know. Like, where is she going to find him? She really has to become, like, you know, Magnum P.I. or... To hope to catch him at a hotel. But he's or sloppy. You have to do so he's much to catch pause. him in the moment to be able to get into the room or no, to wait outside the so. hotel till he comes out with his lover while your five kids are at home. That's just such a stretch. My point is that... Now, well, hold on. Before you do that, but he's sloppy. He put uh, one of her toys in his butt and took a picture. Yeah, he's bugging. Where would that picture... Like, you gonna leave that picture on your phone? I, yeah. I mean, I think he leaves it because obviously that's something he had that, turns, that yeah. turns him on. He probably he has a, no idea He had to send a picture that, to somebody. you know, she's going through his phone or his email, he wherever he found... No, he could have taken... Somebody. It's possible, but... Or he could have... <laughs> but, but... He could have taken it just for his own pleasure you know just to see himself or whatever like sometimes us girls take sexy pictures of ourselves just to kind of see if we're really sexy or how we come across or you know what I mean like people sometimes take pictures of themselves um just to amuse themselves and don't send it but he may have right he very well may have um I think that she's saying that she wants to wait 
to catch him in the act Mm -hmm. just as a way to kind of dupe herself into staying in the relationship longer. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I have proof, but now I need proof, proof. Now you need proof, proof. You don't, she doesn't need proof, proof. She has proof. Right. She has proof. The man that you are married to is clearly either gay or bisexual. Correct. He's certainly down low or halfway down low. Correct. You caught him downloading this app that, Nobody downloads that app. That's like me saying, oh, yeah, you know, I downloaded Pornhub, but had no idea that there was porn on it. I just go ahead and downloaded it to see what it was about. So when he saw what it was about and he wasn't gay or bisexual, he should have deleted it immediately. Absolutely. Like, okay, this wasn't what I was looking for. So no need to have it on my phone. Correct. But he didn't. When you caught him. He deleted it and then he downloaded it again, which makes his intentions extremely clear. Correct. Then you found out, you got on it, you had some internet play with him, he took the bait. And then he played it off saying anything, saying what anybody else would have said. Correct. I mean, it's so predictable and it's so obvious. But now you're telling yourself that you need proof proof. You don't need proof proof. He is interested in the opposite sex. It's something that you obviously can't provide him with. And it seems as though somehow, some way he's rationalizing doing it. And he thinks it's okay. If you stay, that's your choice. But you have to make sure that you understand what's really going on and don't fool yourself. A lot of times people choose to fool themselves or force force themselves down these uh, roads of thought that are like convoluted and... um, just uh, full with excuses right. and nonsense. And don't do that to yourself. Call it what it is. You obviously know what it is because you're providing us with all the information and Correct. we can regurgitate the information and tell you what it is. You know, I feel like you just need someone to tell you. And probably because you don't have anyone to confide in, you're dealing with it on your own. And like you said, you have five kids He loves the kids. The kids love them. And you don't want to be alone. You're in your 40s. And this is supposed to be your forever person. So now to find this out has to be really hard. And it makes sense that you would try to, I don't know, um, make excuses or uh, some people would look the other way. It doesn't look like you're looking the other way. But try to rationalize what's going on or whatever. But don't do that. Whatever your decision, just make sure that you make that decision with your eyes wide open, knowing what it is and calling him out for it. And when he pulls that whole macho stuff on you, like, oh, don't try me. Like, no, I'm not trying. You tried yourself. Mm -hmm. You tried yourself. It is what it is. And we can't play any games. Now we have to talk and we have to figure this out. Like there's, there's going to be no, let's have sex. Let's have dinner together. Let's go take the kids to the movies on Sunday afternoon for the matinee. No, no, we're not doing any of that. We got to get over this hurdle, figure this out, talk this out and decide how we want to proceed from here, whether it be together or apart. Yeah, because I mean, this whole thing is disrespectful. You know what I mean? And Why are you laughing? How are you going to take my dildo and put it in your butt? Oh, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to clean my dildo off? You, you just, just put it back in the night table drawer? drawer? <laughs> I pull it out and I smell all fucking poop poop on it. Really? You just going to take my dildo? That's what it is? You can't get your own dildo? Oh, you just going to use my dildo? You, Rashawn. You going to send my a picture of my dildo in your ass to another bitch? Or, or another dude, I should say. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's big problems in this house. But now, big problems. Uh, okay, so I'm going to redirect you right now. What? Okay. Thank you. What? So, what do you think she should do? <laughs> Clearly. All right, I, I'm going to tell you no, this. No, wait. Clearly, 
I, I think that it's obvious that she wants an excuse or a reason to stay. to stay. Right. Because she said, I love him. Mm-hmm. The kids love him. Mm-hmm. He loves them. Like, basically, everything's great except for this little little side life that I believe that he has, which he clearly has. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would... Hold s- on a minute. Yes. And yeah, a picture of like with the dildo and the, like that. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't know where it's going. You see what I'm saying? Like... If he's not sending it to his wife, who's he sending it to? You, you don't just keep the picture. He like, can do it for himself, but... Well, like, who does just, that? It, it just... Nah. It just suggests the alternate lifestyle. So, like, you you have all this in front of you. So, anyway, what do you think? Um, I, I think that she should definitely have the conversation. I think he's definitely cheating. Um, I think that, honestly, I think he might be into men or transgenders. And he's just comfortable with his family. I think he lives an alternative lifestyle. He's... Uh, let's say his name is George at home and then, you know, Georgina, Georgina outside Stop or Jorge it. outside. You know, he's a different person. And I mean, the the problem with that is, you know, you guys are married and not, not only that, you know, if he is cheating on you, you got to make sure that you You're get safe. tested. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's regardless. That's who anybody, if anybody ever gets cheated on, male, you got to make sure. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You just got to make sure that you get tested. There's so many different diseases out there. You got to you got to protect yourself. You got to make sure you're there for those five kids. And this is something that you should address sooner than later. You know, you even said that you got to use a, a whole gallon of lubricant um, to, to, you know, to get yourself wet. <laughs> you know what's funny about that because i thought of lubricant i thought of angela Yee doing the ky jelly commercials it just made me laugh but anyway <laughs> you know um you know because you're so dry you got to use lubricant and if that is the case if that is the case what's you know, wrong with you get your sorry, shit together I'm getting it together if that is the case you know you guys are still having sex and you should figure this out before you continue to have sex with him because you got to make sure you're there for your kids so yes you should be stern and you should really have these conversations and you're right you shouldn't really tell anybody because people what? will joke because it's, it's, it's I'm laughing and I don't know because I'm not laughing at her I'm just laughing at the situation how she caught him and he still denied it he put the dildo in his butt took a picture like wait what are you really laughing at because that's not particularly thing, funny everything. this whole thing is funny no this no no that's actually that what are you really laughing at Why, what's funny to you no, I am. what is wrong with you did you I take am. an edible or something no, no i didn't take edible i didn't no. <laughs> why are you laughing because like it's that? funny to me because i if you looked in my phone i thought the kids were. The i mean door. if i saw you with a picture of his on you but i would think it was funny you would die laughing <laughs> right is that what you're laughing yes at? that is funny because i'm not that I want to see, but I'm just curious. What angle did he take the picture at? You know what? I promise you, I was thinking that. See, I'm like, so you just got was his hand holding in the oh, other the other hand, like oh, with the selfie. Oh, was it in the like mirror? Extended, or was it in the mirror? And the dildo was hanging out. Like I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, I really think that you should have that conversation with him and be honest and be real. Okay, so now let me ask you this. Yes. So let's say that he concedes. And he's like, okay, you got me. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy men okay. as well. Then what do you think she should do? <clears throat> it depends. If she wants to stay, then they have to make a decision that, yeah, you might be bi, but in this relationship, I'm only, you know, I'm only into this mon- monogamous. You know, if if she decides to take him back or she could say, you know what? He's into this so much, how long he's been into this, that we're always going to have the problem that, you know, we can raise these kids together, but I can't live this lifestyle like this. 
Why do you seem so um, easy on the situation? We talked about emails where it was a girl whose husband or longtime boyfriend was cheating with another female. Mm -hmm. And you were like, yeah, she needs to leave him. It needs to be over. Mm -hmm. He doesn't deserve her. You went hard. Mm -hmm. Why are you going so easy on this person? Honestly? Yes. Um, honestly, because I feel like I know why. Why? No, but let me hear what your answer is. There's a couple of reasons. <clears throat> the one main reason is I don't judge people, right? And mm-hmm. with that being said, in this email, she sounds like she doesn't want to leave. Right. She sounds like she's looking for any excuse to leave. So in to my stay. yeah to stay. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, she doesn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't want to leave, I don't judge. And I just tell her, I just tell people, or I just give them my opinion on what I feel like they should do in the interim of them staying. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't say, hey, this is what it what it is. What do you think? The last thing she said was, I have five kids and I don't want to raise them on my own. Okay. You know what I mean? So with that being said, she knows what's going on. She knows he's cheating. And she knows that he will probably cheat and keep this a secret forever. But if she doesn't want to leave, I can't judge that woman for not wanting to leave. So... I feel like for myself, it's just to support her and say, hey, you do what you got to do. You know, somebody supports you. Somebody has your back. Um, now, if if she did not say he has five kids in the standing up, I'd be like, leave. He's a fucking liar. You caught him and he's continuing to lie. He's cheating and he's putting your he's life cheating, in danger. He's putting your life in danger. Leave. That, absolutely positively. But the fact that she said we have five kids and I don't want to raise them on my own just tells me she's already kind of made her decision. Hmm. What do you think? Um, I think a couple of different things. I think that if he was cheating with another woman, it would be a little bit more fixable. So if they had that conversation and he professed his love and they decided to work on it and get therapy and do everything that was needed to restore the trust and you know, to maximize their intimacy, et cetera, then that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But being that he's cheating or has the potential or the desire mm-hmm. to be with other men, I think that that complicates things mm-hmm. because she, no matter how beautiful she is, no matter how attractive she is, no matter how pleasing she is to his other sexual desires, mm-hmm. she is not a man. And there will be certain things that she won't be able to provide for him sexually. So it makes me believe that he will always have the desire to have those those needs or those itches scratched gotcha. elsewhere. I agree. So it puts her in a predicament where even if his intentions are to be faithful in the future, Mm -hmm. it puts her in an unfair place where she always has to wonder if he is getting those itches scratched somewhere else. Right. Or even if he's being faithful, she has to sit there and wonder if she's enough for him Mm -hmm. or if she's really satisfying him or if he's fantasizing about 
other men while they're together. It's it for me, it seems like she's always going to be in a place of unrest and um, insecurity. And for that reason alone, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in her shoes. I would not want to live like that. I need to know that the because we're talking about forever and ever. Amen. She's in her 40s. She's a young woman. Right. So you have, you know, let's say you live, you know, to your 90s or you have 50 years, 40 something more years on this earth to enjoy and to be loved and to have intimacy and companionship and security and all those things. And you're with somebody that, in my opinion, can't really provide you. With some of those things. And I don't feel that that's fair. You know, everybody goes through problems, um, but people, if they want to be in the relationship, they can choose to work on them. I just think that the problems that they have aren't really of the type that can be worked on. I agree. You know, if I'm a woman and you like men, we can't work on that. (laughs) No, you're not going to find me attractive. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can't work on that. We can't work on that. You're right. Do you know what I mean? Now, it's true. There are bisexual people mm-hmm. that do get married mm-hmm. and they marry, obviously, one of the sexes that they like. Correct. I don't really know how that works out. I don't either. You know, I, I don't really know how that works out. I think that you're always kind of like lusting after something that you're not supposed to have because now you're committed. Right. So that would leave me feeling um, insecure and indifferent. And I, uh, I, I couldn't see myself being part of it. And um, more importantly, I think I want to kind of concentrate on the idea of her having five kids uh-huh. and um, the daunting idea of raising them alone-ish. Right. You know, if he's a great father now, he'll be a great father, even if I they agree. decide to get a divorce. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that she's more so thinking about missing out on the companionship and having him in the home. Right. So she'd be missing out on the relationship. Right. So. I don't think that I'm talking to the emailer. I don't think that you'll suffer as far as uh, or suffer too much. Obviously, if one of the parents isn't physically in the home. Yes. You know, there's something to be said about that. But if he's a good dad, he's a good dad. Um, I think that you need to think about. Are you really lotioning your nipple right now? Oh, my gosh. What? What? You just got up off of the bed to go get the Aveeno to rub your nipple. What is going on right now? Sidebar. He's been suffering from dry nipple. His left nipple feels like the Sahara Desert lately. We were laying in bed. I was rubbing his nipple the other day. I'm like, oh my God, I think I almost cut my finger on your nipple. What is going on? It was itchy for a second. I just want to put some lotion on it. Oh my goodness. We're too close. We tell you didn't our, have to do that right now. You could have went to the bathroom and did that when we got off. You could have just You could have ignored it. Just, it you could have just rocked with it for a second. Anyway. Um... So, yeah, I think he'll be a good dad regardless. I think that you'll be more so missing out on the companionship. Right. But life goes on. Absolutely. Life goes on. And you can you definitely have the ability to meet someone else that can make you whole. Right. And Uh, provide a whole. Hold on one second. Come in. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. Oh, no, it's Logan again. You can. Could, can you want I, to make sure it didn't mess with what we're doing? Okay, we're good. Go ahead. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think that 
my ultimate advice is that she needs to put herself first. Absolutely. I don't believe in staying in marriages for the sake of children. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. Right. There are children that are raised in broken households that mm-hmm. grow up to be wonderful, well-rounded human beings mm-hmm. and they wind up being just fine. Absolutely. Especially if they have parents that love them, that give them the right set of tools and the mm-hmm. right amount of love. So don't let that discourage you. I believe that happy parents create happy children. Absolutely. And I think that you're better being happy apart, living out the both of your dreams and desires and raising those happy children than being in a relationship under one roof, you know, for the sake of that alone and being unhappy and insecure and miserable because kids see that. So that would actually, in my opinion, be to their detriment. But at the end of the day, you have to follow your heart. You know what is for you. You know what you can stomach. You know what you're strong enough to pull off. And I think you just need to um, make your own decision. Take the things that we said into consideration and decide for yourself. Absolutely. And I agree with Gia. And like I said, get yourself tested. Make sure it's okay. And confront him and decide for yourself. Like yeah, but you don't let him play you, though. Not at all. When you confront him, like, Be stern. call him you know all the way out. Yep. Let him know what you saw, what you believe. Don't back down. He can huff and he can puff. He can stick his chest out and he can beat it. And Stick his butt out, all that. Just you know what it is. You going to keep playing? I'm sorry. He can do all of that, but don't let that intimidate you. And don't let him have you under the impression that you're accusing him of something outlandish. Remember, you saw it for yourself. That's right. You sat there and chatted with him on the internet. You know what it is. So don't be bamboozled. Don't get mind bleeped. There you go. All righty. It's 2019, which means new year, new you. But for most people, that almost means overcrowded gyms. Now, Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming surface that lets you instantly access to a wide variety of super effective workouts, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio, all right? Now, I'm not going to front. Me and my son, we work out together. He thinks he's getting a little bigger than I am, but every once in a while, I got to show him the gun so he knows exactly what it is. And when I say guns, I mean arm muscles, all right? Now, right now, for all you out there that's listening, you get a special free trial membership when you text KC Crew to 303030. Again, that's 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and all that. And with their new 14-day results plan, you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks. Totally free. Again, just text KC Crew. To 30, 30, 30. I work out with my son. We work out together. It's bonding. And I let him know I'm bigger than him. Toyota isn't just a car company. And the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about mobility. It's about helping people move physically, socially, and emotionally. It's about respect for people and continuous improvement. All right, you can find out why and how a Toyota Tundra was used to to tow a space shuttle through the streets of L.A., You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Toyota Untold. This isn't just a car company. All right, next email. It's another long one. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? This one actually came today. Oh, shoot. Where'd it go? Oh, no. Where'd it go? How the heck did I just get rid of it that fast? Hold on, baby. This person sent three emails today, so. What do you mean? Three of the same email? Yeah. 
Oh man, what the heck happened? Uh, hold on, guys. I just had it and I started reading it, and then it was gone. Nice. So you just tap your screen. And then I said it just gone. Okay, hold on. You got it. Yep. Here it goes. <clears throat> okay. Good morning, guys. I do hope you respond on your podcast or email. I am fully aware of how unbelievably you busy you both are. I have been listening to your podcast since you started. Gear, you are way too perfect. Mom, <laughs> friend, wife, businesswoman. You put us average women to shame, not to mention your beauty. Uh-huh. Envy, you are the best. I mean, I would love to have a man like you in my life. Uh-huh. You're handsome. You're sexy. She didn't, she didn't say all that. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker didn't say nothing about me, but I say nothing at all. <laughs> You're good at that, though. <laughs> but you hit the sexy. I'm like, nah. She didn't say that. <laughs> She said, all right, so let me go back. She says, not to mention your beauty. Well, one thing I admire most is the relationship you have with your children. See, that's when she was supposed to talk about me, but she didn't. All right, forget you. She says, I have one son. I am a single parent, and my son's father has remarried and around, I guess. Has remarried and what? And and is is around, I guess. Okay. Mm -hmm. My issue is every time I ask this man to help with our son, especially now that he's growing into a young man, he refuses. We learned to tie a bow tie for junior high winter formal from YouTube. I begged him. Oh. I begged him to to. Uh, I begged him to speak to him when I found out he was smoking marijuana. Nothing. Please keep in mind we reside in one of the most expensive towns in Westchester County. His school, one of the top in the country. Oh wow! Property school taxes are crazy. <laughs> I only say all of that because I thought I wouldn't have to worry about certain matters that plague our young people. So I tried to keep him busy and failed as much time with uh, oh, and spend as much time with him as I could and talk to him. Failed. I am too from Jamaica. I am a school district representative. Education was ingrained in him from birth. I thought and did everything I could possibly do to raise a well-rounded, high-achieving, motivated, honest, respectful black young man. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My son is now 18. He applied to 15 colleges and was accepted into 13. However, they were all way upstate and he had to prove he could manage the responsibility of college by commuting the first year and maintaining his grades, waking up on time, completing assignments, etc. So first semester, my son entered with a 3.54 GPA. By the end of the first semester, my child went down to a 1.33 GPA. Mm-hmm. I was livid. Although he received merit awards, I am responsible for the balance of $12,000. Right. Plus books each semester. Now he says he does not want to continue. I'm tired. Now I found a condom in the wallet I bought my son. I just asked this boy if he was sexually active. He said no. I asked if he was interested. Not now. He hates me. He does not know about the condom because he chooses not to include in my life. Talking about the the father. So there's no. Wait, what? She said, uh, I'm gonna read it back. He said, I asked this boy if he was sexually active. No, I asked him. I asked if he was interested. Not now. Interested. Not now. What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe That's... interested in sex. And her son said, not now. Maybe that. Or maybe she said she told the father <laughs> and the father was like, not now. No, uh, I don't think. Cause she then, didn't introduce the father into that part. Of the well, she, then she goes, he hates me. He does not know about the condom because he chooses not to include in my life. So there's no opportunities to talk. 
Mm-hmm. He's my only child and I failed. You didn't fail. What do I do to get my son back? Don't cuss me because it's a bit lengthy. <laughs> Best depressed mom. FYI, took the car, no license, three times with friends. Took the car, no license, three times with friends. I don't know what that means. Then she says lies. Uh, does not speak to me or demonstrate care to ailing grandmother. Smokes marijuana. Took time to rehab and counseling at 18 years old. He declined to continue. Do I just give up? I've been struggling myself for long. Sacrificed everything and got. And that's all it is. No choppy. But you get. <clears throat> you, we kind of get it. Yes. You know, it's a shame that as parents, we judge ourselves so harshly. And... It seems as though she's doing just that. Mm -hmm. You can't determine your success or your failure based on the decisions of your child. Unless you know that you haven't done everything that you can do to put them in the best position in life. Correct. And according to her, she's done everything that she can do. Correct. Sometimes it boils down to our relationship skills Mm -hmm. and some people have that and some people don't. Um, Growing up, I've known a lot of kids who've had, and not to put us in a box, but that have had Caribbean parents Mm -hmm. and sometimes Caribbean parents are a little tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that you are. I don't know if that's the case. But even if, you know, you're from Sweden, sometimes our styles in dealing with our kids can either encourage communication and openness or discourage communication and openness. So she didn't discuss that in the email, but that's just something that I want to bring to the forefront of your mind for you to contemplate and wonder. Like for instance, in our house, as you know, we're very, very open with our kids. Correct. So our kids talk to us about everything, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. And there's been some of both. You know, there's been situations where we had to swoop in and come and save them or dig them out of a jam that they might have gotten themselves into or, you know, tried to teach them skills to deal with problems in their lives. But it's all rooted in the openness that we have. Correct. And the comfortability that we have. Our kids feel comfortable telling us even the bad things. So I don't know how that is in your house. But regardless, I can tell from what I just heard Rashawn read in the email that you are a mother that cares, that you prioritize education, and that you've done the best that you know how. Sometimes, I'm going to be honest, it's just our kid's fault. Right. It's just our kid's fault. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right? Some, Some horses will drink, some won't. And if you have a horse that decides not to drink, you can't label yourself as a failure. You can't. You said the word failure more than once in that email, and that's not fair to you. All that you can do is do the best that you can moving forward and encourage a relationship of comfortability. Not for nothing. At 18, you should expect that he's having sex. 
I've not known too many 18 year olds that were virgins at that age. Right. Um, so that shouldn't surprise you that you found a condom in his wallet, in my opinion. Um, even if you raised him not to be sexually active till until another point in his life, you still shouldn't be surprised. If my son is 18 and not having sex, I'm more like, really? You're not having sex? Not that I want him to have sex at 18 or before be he's in a right. loving and committed relationship. But at the same time, I'm a realist and I know how the world works. I wasn't an 18-year-old virgin. Rashawn took my virginity at 16 after we were together for a year. Um, so I think that you should be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also not shocked that he didn't su- that he didn't share it with you. Because if you're coming from the mind frame that you're surprised that he's having sex at 18, you probably wouldn't be accepting if he told you that he was having sex at 18. So that's probably why he wouldn't share that with you. So that isn't something that should um, should get you upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you said that he doesn't help with his ailing grandmother. Right. Also not surprised. Teenagers are selfish. They do their own thing. They right? do their own thing. You know, they're interested. Some are interested in their schoolwork, but most of them are interested in socializing, having fun, members of the opposite sex, enjoying themselves and moving on to the next fun thing. Mm-hmm. So I can see a teenager rationalizing and saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, mommy's got grandma. You know? Right. Is it good? No. Would I get on my kids back for not helping me with my mother, their grandmother? Yeah. If my mother needed something and you know that my mother isn't well and I asked Madison to do it and she didn't do it. Yeah, she might wind up with a black eye. But what I'm saying is that you shouldn't be surprised and that shouldn't go on your tally as another reason why you're a failing parent. Hold on one second. Who is it? Kumbu. Absolutely. And hold on. I just threatened your eye on the podcast. What's up, man? Come here. Are you okay? Madison's homesick from school today. Yeah. We think she has the flu, even though she had her flu shot. Stay Isn't away. Isn't it beautiful? She's eyeballing my bag that I just opened up, people. I bought mommy the bag. Look, look for, at the um, smile on her face. You don't look that sick anymore, and no, you can't borrow it. <laughs> I bought mommy that bag for uh, completing her in vitro. Mm. As a Say hi to the beautiful people. Oh, because you're a sore throat. It's okay if you sound like a man. It's okay. Say hello, hi, beautiful people. Hi, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> Did you need something, baby? You can't stay. Oh uh, no! See yeah. now, everybody's coming. Hold on, I'm sorry. Hey, Brookie. Hey, Brookie. hey Irma. Hey, Brookie. Come say hi, Brookie. Come say hi hey, into the mic. Girl. Yeah. Talk into the mic. Say hi. Hi. How you say doing? hi, beautiful hi. people. Hi, beautiful people. I love you. I love you. Oh, you sweet little baby. Aw. Thank you, baby. You need something, Irma? No. Oh, okay. Maddie, do you need something? Okay, just let Irma know. You can order something if you'd like. Bye, choo choos. Yeah, so, like I told you guys, uh, it's a snow day. So, I had early dismissal. So, all the kids are home right now. So, they're going to be running in and out. That was three kids so far. That was Logan, Madison, and Brooklyn. So we're missing Jackson in London. They haven't came up here yet. So I'm sure they will be soon. Okay. But what I was going to say is I agree with you. You know, if if your kid is not doing great right now, that's not your fault. I mean, teenagers are teenagers. Think about when you were a teenager, all the things that you did. And Guy and I talk about it all the time. Like we thank God that 
Madison and Logan aren't doing the things that we were doing as teenagers. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> really. Because when know? we were teenagers, we were so grown. Right. Like, I look at them now and I'm like, wow. Yes. Like, you guys are still, they're kids, they're mature kids, mm-hmm. but they're still kids. <laughs> Absolutely. When I was 14, 15, I thought that I was 100% Grown. Oh no, I remember. Like I could go anywhere and feel comfortable and feel safe. I could make decisions for myself. I didn't need to ask anybody what they thought. You know, you and I, we did our own thing. Right. We went places, we did things. Now our kids don't make a move without asking us to weigh in. Right. You know, and it's there's I think at at, at least one point every day. I'm bewildered by that. Right. Like the kids will ask me something or something will happen. I'm just like, wow, Rashawn and I were so different at an even younger age than right. our kids, you know? And, you know, and let me say that too. You're, you're absolutely right. When when my, when I went to school my first year, I went to Hampton, of course. And my first semester, I had like, uh, you know, it's four semesters, right? In mm-hmm. school. First semester, I had like a, a 3.8 GPA. High. Mm-hmm. Second semester. Because you're enthusiastic. You go in and you're enthusiastic. Right. You need to see the lay of the land, right? Second semester, I had about a 1.3. You were on academic probation, weren't you? I was on academic probation. I remember, yes. And I remember uh, my dad had the same conversations probably that you had with your son. And he took my car. He was like, um, he he took my car. Wait, when did your dad take your car? He took the car. You wasn't there. It was freshman year. Oh, that's right. He took my car and said, if you want this car back. Um, he wouldn't allow me to DJ. Mm-hmm. I still DJ though, but he wouldn't allow me to DJ and was like, if you want this call back, you got to pull these grades up. I'm not busting my ass and working hard to put you through college for you to exactly. fuck shit up. So I'm going to give you a semester. I'm going to say that you just fucked up just a semester, but I'm going to give you a chance to get back. And then once you get back, you start showing me those good grades, then I'm going to allow you to have your stuff back. And of course I did, but you also got to understand, you know, a kid that's been living under the roof of their mom and then all of a sudden, you do whatever you you do whatever you want. You right. wash your clothes when you want to wash your clothes. You come home when you want to come home. You mm-hmm. eat when you want to eat. You do what you want to do. There is nobody telling you what to do. You're semi grown. You're semi grown. Right, right. So it's for some people, it's like a new experience. You want to test it. You want to hang out all night long. You know, mm-hmm. um, I know you're not supposed to drink underage, but you're starting to drink a little bit. You're hanging out with your friends, and they're drinking, and you're watching them, and it's like. It's a whole new and lifestyle. And bloop, you have a test in the morning. And bloop, you have a test in the morning. Right. You oversleep. You don't go to your test anymore. Uh-huh. You know? Then you have a girlfriend that lives back in New York, so you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to drive back to New York and see her. You do stupid shit, mm-hmm. and you don't care about school and care about the consequences. He'll get it together. You just stay on top of him, and I'm sure he'll get it together. And let me ask you a question. At mm-hmm. that age, did you even have a concept of tuition? No. I had no, because, you know, she said that she has to still pay $12,000 plus books, et cetera. When I was that age, I didn't have a concept of what my parents were paying for my tuition. Not at all. Like, I'm in college, I have this apartment, I have my car, and you damn near think it's all free. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your parents say, you know, your tuition is costing me, and you're told that. But do you have a real no, understanding don't. of you what twelve thousand dollars really is, or what thirty thousand, depending nope. on what college you're going to? Do you really get it? No. Do you really understand what your parents have to do to earn that money to put you through college? No, especially if your son is living the lifestyle that you talked about. You guys are living in one of the 
best communities in, right. did she say Westchester? Westchester, correct. And Westchester, he's going to one of the best schools, mm-hmm. you know, when he's around other kids that probably live an affluent lifestyle as well. So it kind of, it kind of gets lost in right. a sense. So I would say this, number one, despite how well you're raising him, you have to think of nature versus nurture. Correct. You know, you can nurture the hell out of your kids and they can deviate from the path that you put them on. And it doesn't have to have much to do with you. Correct. The only thing that I think that you're in control of is the relationship that you have with your child and the comfortability and the ease at which they can talk to you. Right. Um, and then there are kids who get raised in horrible homes with parents that don't care enough about them, broken households, um, households, households where the finances aren't secure, and that child can wind up being your next president. Right. So you have to look at your child and the quality of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So if anything that I would advise would be for you to start nurturing your relationship, be softer, be understanding, be a little bit cooler, but still have an iron fist. I think that's how we are. And I know that it works. And listen, you know, we have two teens that are good teens right now. And I thank God for that because I'm well aware that we could have done everything within our power and it not turn out the way that we wanted it to turn out. We're lucky. Yeah, We're lucky because it didn't have to be that way. You know, Madison could be, the type of kid that is disobedient and mm-hmm. that some um, sneaks out at night and that talks back to her parents and is out there being sexually active and being irresponsible and being rude and gossiping behind her friends' backs because she has friends or she knows girls that are like this. And I right. get all the stories. So I'm like, what? What happened? Tell me what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow. I'm kind of like set back and like, oh, like, wow, that's. That's insane. It's hard to believe, but it's the truth. So don't hold yourself to too high of a standard as long as you know that you're doing everything that you should be doing. Just work on the relationship. I don't know you know, what your relationship, but make it easy for him to talk to you and to share with you and then talk to me like, you know what? Like I'm paying your tuition. I need to see that in your grades. It needs to be worth my while. And listen, no matter what you do, and this is just my opinion, people right. feel differently about this. Don't let him stop school. Do not let him quit school. Do not let him quit school. Do not let him quit school. Do not make that an option for him. Even if you have to take everything in his world away from him, do not let him stop school. There you go. Some people don't believe in college the way I believe in college and education. I just think that that's something that he needs to have under his belt. I agree. So with there you, you have it. Wholeheartedly. And we wish you the best. And keep us updated. I know you emailed us today. Keep us updated. And if you want to email us, you can to thekccrew at gmail.com. That's the, T H E E, kccrew at gmail.com. All right, it's time to get up out of here. Yes. All right, I have to go to the bathroom and. Wait, oh, let me ask you, how long was this podcast? Uh, over an hour. See, people, I'm getting to him. Look how calm, cool, and collected you are. You're not antsy, you're not looking at the time. Well, it's not three in the morning. It's not four in the morning. I got to go to work or I got to take a nap before I got to go to work. Okay, all right. This is a good time. When I got home, you was like, 15 minutes, I want to watch The Bachelor. No. 
Because at 15 minutes, I'm taking a nap. I have 15 minutes left. I need to see who he lets go. Next week no. is hometowns. Then I'm taking, so I need to know. No. And you're like, we got to tape the podcast. Because what happens? So I'm you sitting say 15 here in minutes, suspense, but it's I okay. I take a nap. And then when I take a nap, you feel bad for me. So you let me sleep for three hours. Next thing I know, then it's you're And then our podcast isn't out on Wednesday like we've been promising. There and we've go. been coming through. We need props for that. That's right. I've gotten through to him. Right. I'm glad. Well, it's time to get up out of here. All right. All right. Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.